Hey guys, and welcome to the next episode of the Creative Constitution podcast. My name is Jazz Sebastian and I have Nacho with me today. We're going to be delving into a few creative topics, uh, but focusing on, I think, the importance of your passion and community and how that factors into the success of your creative endeavors. So that's what I'd like to get into with you today, mate. And um, I really would like to start with acting. And I know you're a man of many talents. You've got your own community there on YouTube. You do a few other things. But I want to start with the acting world because you've been acting now for quite a while, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes, I've been acting since um, since I got to Australia. So it would have been around five years now. And within those five years, like say the first year you started trying to break in, trying to maybe find an agent, how did you... How did you cope with that sort of getting into that compared to where you're at now? Um, well, when I first started, it was a bit of a mission because I was like in brand new territory. Um, I did modeling back in Argentina, but I never really even considered going into acting because in Argentina, everyone looks like me. Everyone's like what? Uh, all the act. Yeah, every it's what? very dark hair colors, Damn, brown everyone's eyes. Everyone's super handsome. I got <laughs> yeah. to book a flight, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, but um, when I got here to Australia and I started talking to people, it's like, oh, you should consider acting because everyone here is blonde, blue eyes. They don't have many brunettes. I was like, oh, yeah, okay. Um, and I went through a couple of agencies that were like, oh, yeah, it's like, um, you got to book your headshots. It was like, well, but just, just getting started. I got, like, I got nothing. And then I landed um, with this group of ladies that were super nice and they were like, yeah, no, we'll get you started. We'll get you sorted and we'll just build, we'll build, we'll build it up as we go. And that was my, that was my first year. My first year was very quiet because I was still like studying. I was doing other stuff. Um, and it wasn't until I think two years in or like two and a half years in into just doing extra work that I was like, I, I want to kick it up a notch. I, I don't want to, I don't want to be the background. I nice. want to be front man i want to be speaking roles i want to be like more close to like the action because i wouldn't say it gets boring um i love being on set that's one thing that i've noticed um i had a really long week working as an extra that was probably like 70 hours in six days oh wow man and that's what you Which think film was this on can you say or yeah i think so <laughs> NDA is not NDA hasn't been signed okay um well. so i was working as an extra on mortal kombat and I was there like 10 hours a day for like six days straight and I would go get home and just be like cool watch a movie like chill then go to bed wake up do the same now I wasn't feeling fatigued like I wasn't tired like every time I wake up see sure I had to wake up at 5 in the morning which was kind of like hard but I would go like it's like oh yeah it's like another day on set like I go there made a couple friends there so sit down, like do the routine of checking in with the extra casting, yeah. do the wardrobe, do makeup, sit down, usually have a book, do, or like have a chat with people, have a coffee and be there for 10 hours. Like go in and out set. And you would think that if you do any sort of job for yes. like 70 hours, you're dead. At the end of the week, Saturday, Sunday, you don't exist. You just lay in your couch trying to recover to start yeah. any, again on Monday. But I was there for 70 hours and I was feeling good. I was like, I wasn't tired. I was like, wow. I was excited to go to work the next day. So despite being extra work, um, that kind of like solidified it, my, solidified my, 
what I think I already knew that yeah that that I was like that it's just something I enjoy if you do something that you love you're not really working that's what they always say so that was kind of like a revelation that I had um recently with my acting so that makes me that made me get into like book more classes do as much training as I can get as as much feedback and knowledge from people just like improve to be able to like you know get into it yeah more um in a more established uh matter hell yeah yeah no that's amazing it's like that that slow build that slow slow build until you something clicks in your mind you're like damn this is my passion i love this i want to actually do this more and take it to that next level like you have now um and how have the auditions been going i hear someone told me that you've had a few auditions lately that have been interesting um yes i had a an audition for one of my first speaking roles which casually happened to be a spanish speaking role so i had to speak spanish yeah um i haven't speak spanish so long so i was like how should i do this because like there's different like english there's different sorts of ways you can speak spanish because there's so many languages so many um dialects okay so number one key with me based on where i'm from is i had to slow it down a lot because we i speak really fast in spanish like ridiculously fast wow um but yeah, that was like, I was very excited that I got that. Um, did the audition, did the best I could, I guess, and then send it off. Unfortunately, I didn't get a call back, but um, I guess I was happy that I was sent, I was given the opportunity yeah. because it's, if it, nothing was coming my way, I would be like, oh, yeah, that's, maybe I'm doing something wrong. Maybe yeah. it's like, I look different, maybe I need better photos, whatever. But because I had things coming my way, I was like, okay. The fact that I'm not getting them, it's like, okay, that's something I need to work. That's something yeah. like, um, and just like, I guess that even though you, it's kind of like a, a, a bad feeling that you're not getting your auditions going, you're not, you're not getting the parts. Instead of looking at that as a negative thing, you should see it's like, okay, that's an opportunity. So they didn't get me on this one. Could it be because of this, this and that? And you start brainstorming things that you can improve to get to, a, to eventually get to a point where you're like, if they don't, cast me that's they're making crazy. a mistake yeah yeah it's like if I, or, or like do a, such a good audition that they go oh we gotta call this guy it's like if we don't have him for this we had to have him for something else because he's like yeah. yeah so i guess that's that's kind of <laughs> like what i see it um that's a like a mindset that helps you stay motivated all the time that even if you don't get mm. something it doesn't mean that um that you lose that you're bad it just means that perhaps you're missing something that will make you, yeah. That will get you to a level of it being. It can just like, be one tiny small thing, yeah. And you can have no idea what it is, yeah. But as long as you're putting your best foot forward, and even the fact that now you've, yeah, you've reached that next echelon, and you're taking it more seriously, and you're getting these auditions for these speaking roles in big films, like legit films. Yeah. Just getting that audition means they've seen your profile, they've looked at your stuff, and they like you, yeah, and they. They're considering you for serious business and they might have had three or four auditions. They might have had 10 or 20 and there's just one thing that someone's gone, oh, that energy is what we need for that scene or no, we want this look, this person's facial features stand out and look a bit stranger in this thing. We just need someone slightly taller. Yeah, Yeah. it could be this one little thing and you don't have any control over it. So I think getting an audition in something like that is already a victory. 
That's not a loss. It's a it's just a flat out win. Yeah. And then what happens after you've submitted that audition? That's just up to them and luck, and you can't affect that. Yeah, you can only work on things that are within your reach. Yeah. yeah everything else, you should be like not worry, but attentive or like concerned yeah. about. Um, but not in a bad way. You should like keep it in mind, but not let it affect you. Because yeah, it's like. You got to go to work, but it's raining. You can't control the rain, but you can control the mood that you have when you go to work. So 100%. one way of looking at it. With that, with that hardening of, of a demeanor and that resilience, I guess, you build from performing and auditioning and growing over time and not necessarily landing these parts, but doing more and more and more. Uh, that resilience, what I wanted to touch on with you as well, man, was like your healthy, fit, active, just kick-ass lifestyle. Like you're a lifeguard. You're like the strongest normal human looking person I know. Like the the numbers you do and the way you train is sort of like ridiculous. I haven't seen many people that can't can do that that ain't on like all sorts of juice and gear. I'll send you some videos to do B-roll. Yeah. You guys do that. <laughs> yeah. Whenever I see your next thing, I'm like, oh my God, it's done this lift. So yeah, what I want to touch on now nacho i guess is the importance of that man like health fitness mindset motivation and for you where does that sit in the scheme of things like being proactive or and keeping at acting and keeping you know pursuing your goals and building your youtube how important is that lifestyle to you so i've been doing sports i've been an athlete for basically all my life um, it took me a lot to learn how to be a good athlete because mm. um, I was first, I was very, I was very like impatient. I was very, um, I wasn't very disciplined, which led me to have a lot of injuries early on. And yeah, each, all of, each one of those injuries, it was like, oh, I don't want to, and, and it's, a, it's, a, it's a terrible feeling to be injured and, and you have so much energy that you want to do things. Um, so that kind of led me on the path of like, okay, I have to be, smart about things, I have to be more disciplined, I have to do this and that. And it just um, and it just basically puts you in the path of like, this is what you need to do. It's like, so if, you wanna, if I wanna get to that, I have to have the energy. So I need to eat the right thing. So I can't be eating McDonald's three times a day or three times a week. Um, I have to like have some lean meat, have some have my veggies, have some my, and you start studying all this and you become, you become kind of like a meathead you start going into all the oh why is the chicken and rice such a good things because it's basically protein and carbs that's all you need before training what you eat at night veggies and more protein um and then you go into like oh you need to start stretching to start and if you look at it from the big picture it's just certain things that you have to do in order to achieve a certain objective you always have to have an objective otherwise you're doing things randomly and eventually you lose focus yeah my objective, for example, is at the moment, let's just say on the gym, just getting a 200 kilo squat, single, no assistance, um, which I'm not I'm close, 185, um, <laughs> 100%. Um, but, um, and when you look at it on acting, my objective right now is get a, not a leading, but a speaking role, a IMDb top 10 role, yes. so to speak. Yeah. So you can't just be like, oh, yes, I'm just going to like do auditions. It's like, no, you have to do acting classes. You got to do 
language classes. You get, in my case, I have to do dialect classes to like tone down my my accent, sound a little bit more American in certain parts, sound a little bit more Australian in certain parts. Um, I gotta understand. I gotta study the the genres. I gotta study the scripts to see what people are asking of me, and and so professions like weightlifting is also kind of like a profession. Mm. You can treat both the same way. So there's certain things that are non-negotiable that you have to have in order to achieve certain things. If you look at the gym, it's and being an athlete is getting your rest, getting your proper nutrition, getting proper stretch, getting massages or getting your recovery on check when it comes to acting is getting your classes, getting your studies going, getting yeah. your dialect in a proper way, look a certain way, get your photos if you look a different way, um, getting your agent on check. Um, and when it comes to YouTube, same thing. You got to know what you want to talk about. In your case, you guys are doing the creative uh, podcast with all different type of creators. Yeah. Um, so that so you got your niche. You got to work on who's editing your videos. Where are you posting them? What are your thumbnails? What are your titles? Are they attractive? Yeah. Are they interesting? Um, so I guess it's all all, all about um, knowing where you want to get to, and then just doing the non negotiables that will help you get there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Definitely. But yeah, I guess that's that. That's kind of like, and to answer your question is um, that everything. If you look at it from, if you take a step back and you look at the big picture, all of those things have shared things. It, like they, they, yeah, they, okay. there's, there's certain things you have to do in order to achieve those things, and you can apply that to basically every, everything. I guess being an athlete, what allowed me or like um, taught me is that. Um, you have to be, yeah, you have to have a certain level. There's certain things that you can't skip mm. um, in order if you want to like get stronger, get a bit, get better at acting, get more roles. Um, so yeah, that's, and I, yeah, I guess that wouldn't be where I am if it wasn't for being fit and being okay. strong, being a part of my life. What would you, what would you say? This is just like coming to me right now as an idea for someone that is trying to do sort of what you're doing at the moment, someone in the creative sphere that is doing a bit of acting and is working on building a YouTube channel? Well, every, anyone can do anything as long as they put their minds to it, their minds mm. and their hearts into it and their time into it. It takes sacrifice, whether that be fitness or that be being an actor or doing YouTube, you have to, um, I want to say cut parts of your life, but you have to be willing to give something like your time in order to get there. You have to, um, you got to listen to, you got to be open-minded to listen to people who um, have already gone through what you've done. You got to be open-minded to like talk to other people who are going through the process. I, that's something that I, I'll admit I'm terrible at. I'm terrible at networking. I'm same. I, <laughs> I'm naturally very shy. Very. So why does all the networking yeah. for both of us? Yeah, no, I'm naturally <laughs> very shy, very um, introverted. So it's really hard for me to like, it's like, oh, it's like, like hey, it's like, I, I just like, like last, like three days ago, I sent one DM to one of the YouTubers that um, yeah. are in, are in, it's in, um, on the same sphere as me. Didn't reply. I was like, okay, I did it. I guess I, I got that going. Yeah. Um, but it's like, there's like hundreds of books there's hundreds of YouTube channels. There's people in your life at the moment that have that level of discipline. Yeah. And they can 
break it down to like where to start, easiest thing is just like put on a schedule and respect it. Wake up if you if you gotta work at eight, and you got and you work up at seven, wake up at six thirty or like five thirty, mm. and do an hour and a half of like writing a script or looking for um, if you know something about like what you want to do or investigate a little bit of your topic. Yeah. Have video ideas, brainstorm a little bit. Yeah. Um, then go to work, come back, um, and then maybe don't do anything don't do anything about that for the rest of your day or put another hour into doing something else. Okay. Um, and it's just like building little habits that'll work towards getting to where you want to be or where you want to do. Obviously, like I said before, always is always important to have an objective, a place do you want to get it get into. And then break down that objective into small milestones. Mm. And YouTube channel is very easy because you just said like, okay, post one video, boom. Um, get 100 subscribers, boom. Get 100 views, boom. And you go, go tackling that until yeah. you got that, until you get closer to that goal. And yeah, it just depends on how, how you That's want it. Small it's just goals, like not, yeah. small goals. And yeah, cool. the point of like doing the small goals is to like not get overwhelmed right from the start of like, get 100,000 subscribers or like make money, make YouTube my work. Or yeah, like, true. Um, yeah, that's yeah. one of the hardest things, I think, the monetization feature. And that's something that I've seen recently, you know, putting like my music stuff on yeah. YouTube and my law videos and whatever in that creative sphere. And I'm going, wow, this is like, this is a platform that is really catering to a specific kind of content really like it's it's really catering to content creators it's not really catering to artists i find anyway i'm finding this because the amount of views you've got to get and hours watched is insane and for someone who's maybe their art is producing you know six incredible music videos that go for three minutes each and that's all they have on their YouTube. But they're a proper artist and there's years and years of hard work and creative thought has gone into this. It may be very difficult for those people to monetize because you're just not really going to get those watched hours. But videos that are like explainer videos or how to build tutorials or things that could take even podcast videos, you know, engaging podcast videos yeah. like we're doing now. Um, to do with a certain topic that, that someone's really passionate about. They could go for 40, 50 minutes and that's easy watch hours. Like they're going to get monetized so much faster and they've got a hundred episodes instead of just six little three minute videos. And it seems like that's the case. Um, what do you, what do you think? What do you think about that? Oh, did you find it sort of easy to, or was it really hard still to get to that monetization level? Well, in my case, I am a huge nerd. So I play lots of video games. I watch lots of animes. I watch lots of movies. Um, when, I, when someone tells me, like, have you seen this movie? It's like, yeah, I can name you ev like almost every actor. I can tell you the backstory of what happens. I can tell you trivia facts about the movie. Yeah. Um, not a lot of people do that. So when I started my YouTube channel, I was like, I, do I was doing gaming reviews. So I played Resident Evil 2, played it three, four times with each character, did all the like, completion awards, I did, I did everything. Hardcore, gamer, hardcore. And then I reviewed 
did a 15 minute video, sent it to a couple of people to see what they think. They said like, oh yeah, that's a good, like, like just post to see how you go. Got like 50 views. And I was like, okay. It's all right for and the first I, video. Yeah, and then I went play another game and then started doing another review. And then, and that just like, I just stayed on that 50, 60 views, 100 views, maybe here and there. And then I did a review of a show called, and of a movie called Welcome to Raccoon City. Because also I'm a big fan of Resident Evil. Okay. And that video got 120 views in like the first three days. I was like, oh, okay. I was like, maybe I should start looking into this more than gaming. So I started making one, one game video, one show video, one movie video. And then I started building until I made a video about um, the Lord of the Rings. And that got like 5,000 views. Mm. And with that 5,000 views came 600 or like 700 watch hours. Because more people saw wow. it. And it wasn't, like a, it wasn't like a long video. It was like probably like eight minutes, something oh, like that. Oh, wow. Um, and I was like, okay, maybe I got something going. So I started like going in that path. And that's what people wanted to see me talk about. Okay. And then it got until like I started doing some videos. Got a couple of videos out over past 10K. And that was my 4,000 hours. I just need to get to 1,000 subscribers, which was came with posting more videos. Um and that's that's what I did. So I just shifted a little bit from doing gaming to doing YouTube. The thing is, there is, what, 8 billion people in this planet? Mm. And probably, I can't remember the percentage, actually not the percentage. But certain, like, this, like everyone in, the, in there, everyone has a phone. Everyone has, almost everyone has access to the internet. Everyone can access YouTube. So... There's something, it's literally something for anyone. Some people will go into YouTube to see how I can tie my tie. Yeah. Some people go into, I wonder what other people think, thought about this um, TV show. I'm a studying actress, actor yeah. or actress. I want to see um, what other actors like go through. They find a podcast. Yeah. Um, they create a constitution. It's like, oh, this guy's talking to like literally everyone. It's like, oh, like, I'm into fitness as well. I want to be an actor as well. This guy talks about that. Yeah. And then someone says, like, I want to hear someone, I want to hear some music, I want to hear some yeah. um, some jazz, some, like... Yeah. And they find a guy called Jazz Sebastian singing. And I was like, oh, this guy sounds pretty good. Wow. And they go to the go to YouTube, they share the video, go to Spotify, they hear the music on Spotify, by the way, check them out. Um, and they, maybe they one of your song becomes their comfort song their comfort song and they mm. are studying and they put the music on YouTube so suddenly multiply that for by a thousand people you got a thousand people watching your video multiple times to hear it because it's just a, such a mm. good vibe song and that's what ten thousand views let's say they hear they hear a song ten ten times yeah. and even though it's three minutes, four minutes, five minutes, doesn't matter because that compounds. Yeah. And because 10,000 people watch your videos, that means that YouTube is going to say like, oh, these 10,000 people are kind of like, these 10,000 people, let's show that video to them. Yeah. And that's okay. that's maybe how that works. I'm not entirely sure. The algorithm is an, an entity. I feel like it does change. In itself, yeah. It's like the minute you think you have it figured out and you're getting traction on your channel, it changes again. Yeah. And you reach those sort of blockages. Yeah. But I wouldn't say that um, that it caters to a specific um, type. Of course, Mr. Beast is going to be shown to all of, uh, like, half yeah. the world. Yeah. Because he basically strives for that. 
the he, guy like, like makes videos that's attractive. Yeah. yeah, makes videos that are attractive to mostly everyone. Mm. He does that in multiple languages. He puts ridiculous amounts of money into the production editing of his videos. So he basically see he sets himself into that he puts himself in that position to be seen yeah, by everyone. Yeah. And YouTube says, because YouTube, if a person makes 50 million views in a views in a, in a video, they're gonna get certain amount of money from the ad revenue, whatever. YouTube is going to get a bigger chunk of money from that. So they want yeah. to that person that's getting a lot of views, that's getting a lot of attention to be seen from by more people. So, so they start to organically push it for you once you've reached a certain sort of exactly prove that these people here are really liking that content yeah. with this content, and yeah. then YouTube will help you push it out organically. Yeah. So is if that you what think, you're finding? Yeah. If you think about it, so no, just based on what you said, that it caters to a certain yeah. group of people. A lot of people like are going to listen to music videos. Yeah. Um, I go and watch the Linkin Park video um, numb every once in a while. Yeah. And that video was posted like, what, 11 years ago, maybe 12 years ago, 15 mm. years ago, and has 115 million views. Some videos uh, have billions of views. Mm. Um, and it's music videos. Yeah. Um, so it's like, you can't really like villainize. Um, the algorithm, so to speak, like speaking like it's someone. Because um, yeah. if you do, like you're always thinking that. Yeah, I it's don't, not, yeah it's that's like, personally, yeah. like I think it definitely has an agenda to push certain content uh, and like longer videos, longer form content, not necessarily short, but that's just me. But then again, you got shorts. Yeah. Shorts. Um, there's actually, like, I was watching the video about, about a girl that she, she claims that she's got a formula to make every short that she makes go viral. Like get it plus, one million plus views. Yeah. It's a 40 minute video. I watch half of it and I'm like, got frustrated and I, po I post it. Gotta keep watching it. Um, but it's like, it's short video content. Yeah. It's like, okay. it, it goes against like what people say. It's like, oh, you gotta do yeah, 10 minute shorts, videos. You can't monetize off the shorts. Yes, you can. You'd have to get it's like a, a very, trillion bajillion views. Probably, yeah. It's like... 0 0.03 cents every thousand views, something so if, like that. If someone's doing an hour video and they've got like a hundred of those hour videos and it's in a niche that people are always going to watch through, I feel like that content is going to be able to monetize so much faster than someone who's only got five, three minute videos up all year. You know, but it takes them like all year to make those videos. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And how much does it take the person that does one hour videos? Well, they could just be sitting in their room talking about their feelings or like how to fix a car, the best way to fix a car engine. And they're well, just in very, their garage so for like an hour. And that's very specific. It, so that means yeah. that that person can, has enough knowledge to talk about how yeah. to fix a car for a full hour. Yeah. It's completely different things. Like one, per, like I said, yeah, like one person is going to go on YouTube to say, it's like, how can I fix the transmission of my 2006 Nissan? Yeah. And they're going to find this guy talking about it for an hour. If someone wants to go, I want to hear some music. Yeah. There is a huge, like I said, yeah. if there's a 8 billion people in the planet and half of them are watching YouTube, a quarter of them are making YouTube videos. So it's <laughs> yeah. like... Now, yeah, it seems that way now. It seems that yeah. way. And how... But it's cool though. What percentage, yeah. What percentage of those are making music? Because everyone, many? yeah, gets to put their, their best thing forward.
I yeah, guess. exactly. And it's so easily accessible now. Yeah, if you do it with like, if you're passionate about it and you do it with consistently and you do always your best work. Yeah. Maybe, like the reality could be different, but eventually someone's going to find you. A lot of people might find you and, and kill they, you. No, <laughs> and they say, and they say it's like, oh, this guy's great. Yeah. Like I love this guy's music. I can't wait for yeah. the next song. And you that's and yeah. I guess that's what happened Snowball to me with effects. my channel. Yeah, yeah. And I don't that's have. What, that's what I want to touch on as well. Yeah. Like with your channel, because you started with the games, you analyzed the market, you made adjustments. You said this TV show, this review stuff for TV shows seems to be hitting harder and gaining more traction. And you adjusted, you improved, you added things to your channel to cater to more people. What is the importance, do you think, of being super passionate about that? Because I know you're, you're passionate about games. And so say it wasn't something you were super passionate about. Do you think you would have been able to have the same success? Um, people can tell when you're faking something. People, okay. like, people are not stupid. Like, if you're real about what you're passionate, you'll do it in a different way that someone, if I start, if, if I, if I change my channel, like create a new channel talking about finances, mm. no one's going to listen to me. Like, who's this guy? He's like, he doesn't, I don't like finances. Like I know about it because everyone should know a little bit of, but I won't speak of it in a way that will be captivating, okay. but because I love watching movies and I love watching TV shows and I love, and I have a particular sense of humor that I can, that I'm, that I like to transmit because the niche of my channel is just entertaining people. I like making people have a good time. Yeah, and laugh a lot. And laugh. you're really funny and always on the money. Like, yeah. Just um, saying, just a little plug, another mini plug there. Um, so Very I tried to like take something that it was probably like a bad TV show or, or a good TV show and something they did something or say something ridiculous mm. and just try to crack a joke of it. Yeah. And, and just that's, that's my review. Some people do reviews a little bit more seriously. Some people analyze different things i try to look at the at, at the things so as like this doesn't make sense and then try to make it funny yeah that's kind of like my niche and and i'm and i like that and that and that keeps me entertained i laugh at my own jokes sometimes if you found there was a way to change your channel a little bit and you could get way more viewers and way more money coming in to make it less funny and more serious and commercial and professional would you do it? Say if you could like four times your viewers and your money, yeah. but you had to change the way you did reviews, would you do it or would you stay smaller scale and keep being wacky, funny, entertaining and all the great things you are? What What do you think? It's, no, because eventually it would just bore me. It would just burn me out. It's like, I don't like it. I don't like it. It, it would be, yeah, it would be just boring. I would just do it for, to like, like get, if I get 50,000 views in a video where I'm, in a video that I just hate, like I wouldn't like that. I wouldn't like. I wouldn't like tone down myself because it's a form of expression. Like I do YouTube because I can be me. Like if people subscribe to me, it's because they like what I'm saying, what I'm doing. Yeah, like what I'm making, and I, and I'm I, I do everything on my YouTube channel. I like I I I take I make the whole cake. Um, if I get to a point where I have to have an editor, it would be like okay, it has to be someone someone who is like kind of like me, who's like, who's like yeah, has yeah, the same point cool. of view, has the same humor, understands where the punchline goes. Um, but you know, I wouldn't change that. Um, I wouldn't change who I am in order to get more views, more money, more subscribers, because that eventually would, that, that, that well will eventually run dry. Because 
it would be me pushing something that I'm not. And people will start to notice that. It's like, oh, this guy's boring as shit because I'm bored. Like, um, so yeah. I guess it, it's, yeah. it's very okay. important to be real. Um, I think um, that's the biggest thing that um, people are drawn to. Like just when someone yeah. is themselves and they sometimes, sometimes they can see themselves in you or they connect in your with the person. Exactly. And like even if they don't watch every single video, you're there. Like you get the light. I do that to some channels because, you know, as a creator, I'm busy creating. Yeah. But there's still a bunch of people I support that make like 40, 50-minute videos. I don't watch the whole video because I don't have the time. But I go and like everything anyway because I like them. I'm investing in them as a person, their views, their branding and seeing similarities like that. So I think that's that's so cool what you said, man, because yeah. I definitely know a lot of people that would say if they could four or five times their income on YouTube and subscribers, they would adapt and, and change the style of videos they make in a heartbeat. So there's compromise that you can make yeah. while still being yourself. Okay. Um, that's like, that. for example, like me changing, like doing gaming videos yeah. to making review videos like that are funny. Yeah. Um, I'm not a pro gamer, so there's, well, there's I'm giving people not a lot of reasons to like why watch the gaming yeah. video. It's not um, like you stream for eight hours all day going, ah, oh, you guys have just got 10 kills. Yeah, if I, made it, if, just, I, if, I, if I made it funny, if I like have a like, group of people I can play with and it's like hilarious, we just like have the yeah. blast, I just put that up and people will be like, oh, these guys are, these guys are having a great time. Yeah. Um, and now, now I'm having a great time because I'm watching them. Um, but because that's not the case with me, I change a little bit to adapt. Yeah. Very cool. Um, and it's like, yeah, you have to like, you can't punch your head against the wall. You eventually have to like be able to see if you can find a window. Yeah. Um, and, and yeah, sorry. And my window in that case, or like if I haven't gone fully across it, is just doing reviews. And from there, it's like, okay, what's is the title good? Is the thumbnail good? I design everything. It's like, is the editing good? Is the sound, does it sound good? Does it look good? Am I getting the point across quickly enough so it doesn't become boring? Um, is it funny enough? So yeah, so there's a lot of things that you like start taking into consideration that make a good video. And I just, I've been watching a lot of Mr. Beast recently and says like, if the video is good, people will watch it. And that's pretty much what you have to go for. Yeah. And you'll get views if you do a great video. Like, oh yeah, it's just that how just oh, yeah. how it's, it works. It's like yeah. only a matter of time, right? You keep doing good stuff, and then yeah, but you have yeah. to like yeah, it's a matter of time. But you have to put the time. You have to invest the time, not just yeah, you know, yeah. You have to like try to make the best video. That's pretty much something very easy to go from. Yes. From there, then there's like the whole cascade of things of what makes a good video. And what, or, are you, yeah. what are you finding like community-wise? That's what I wanted to touch on a bit as well because of the style of content you create and your views and comedy and everything you intertwine. Like I can watch your videos and straight away I can go, man, that's a cool guy. Like he's going to be a buddy. Like he knows what's up. Community, how important is that? Do you get like dissenters? Do you, how do you deal with like trolls or haters if you get any weird comments like that? And then how do you nurture the subscribers, I guess, that come in and are like, bro, you're exactly the same as me. Hell yeah, like 100% agree. Best video I've ever seen on this new show or new game. How do you deal with that? Basically, so you have to be engaging with, I would say everyone. Um, there's a couple of videos that have like 
one video I have has like I saw the other day has like six hundred comments. So that's six hundred, maybe six hundred, five hundred different people commenting wow. saying something about the video, um, and I think I went through a couple of them. I think I went through two hundred of them, um, and then there's like videos that don't do that well, which is kind of cool because every even if a video doesn't do that well, I still got this. Similar people, like people I recognize because I see the mm. thumbnail, I, I see the, the profile pic or I see their name commenting and giving me their opinion about whatever I was talking to or something about a different or, or just saying it's like, bro, this was, that, that was so funny. Um, and I'm like, I always reply, I reply to like all the comments like, cheers, if I, they ask me a question or they like give me their point of view, I try to reply with like, yeah, no, that makes sense. I see where you got that from. I would say that this, this and that. And then I got a couple, I, I, got, I think it's Michelle. It's a lovely lady that just comments in all, almost all my videos. It's like, I didn't get a notification from this video, but I'm watching it now. It's so funny. I want to tell my husband about it. And it's just like such a like, <laughs> it's like the, your next door neighbor that's like this 80 year old woman that's super cool, super chill. Yeah. And just like, it's like, oh, like, how's it going? How's she started? And just ask you about your life. That's and so cool. So that's the one person. And there's a couple of people I remember that every time they comment on my videos, I just like, I, I'm, I just like, happy that they saw it. If they say it's like that was so funny, like I watched this me, I watched this movie. That it was terrible, but I'm glad that you made a review for it, so I don't have to watch the movie. Yeah. And I, I usually at the end just do like little like feedback, like questions, like it's like oh, um, let me know in the comments down below if you think um, who was the best Punisher, for example. And I, um, I think it's like um, Thomas Jane did Punisher in nineteen in two thousand something. That was my favorite Punisher. Okay. Um, and it's like, oh, I watched the Thomas Jane Punisher. I was like, that's one of my favorite punches as well. I was like, that's that's so cool. Um, and that just engagement. Yes. Um, of course, I get trolls. I get people who like, they don't like my video. Or they like, they no, just man. dislike it. The, the, and they just like comment stuff. And it's like, it's like, it's like okay, it's like cool. Or I just don't reply to them or ignore them. Yeah. And if they get too like dense, I just like, like I can block them off the channel. I yeah. said, don't comment, man. You don't like the video. Just go away yeah. go watch someone else um it's just yeah and it's, it's just like getting feedback is always good if you get a video and you yeah. post and you get a thousand views and no comments you're like oh it's like yeah it feels weird it's, it's just like you're getting empty like like empty views but at the same time yeah. i will say something to consider is youtube accounts you have to have a YouTube account to comment. Yeah. You have to be signed in. So the person can't just be watching on something somewhere. They've got to be at their home computer or signed into their Google account on their phone, hooked up. So that's something I consider as well. So I think it, like as you get more of a hardcore following, that's apparent. But like at the start, I'd say don't be discouraged if you've got like thousands and thousands of views and three comments. Because your video has gone around, yeah, but it just hasn't necessarily gone to people that are signed into their YouTube account or actively comment on things. Yeah, and you got different type of people. You got yeah. different type of viewers. Like, there's someone who like watch the video, watch the video, watch the video, and yeah, it's a cool video. Yeah, next one, next one. Yeah, or they and watch it like three times. They watch they it three it, times. They don't want to comment. Like, com and, but they don't comment. Yeah. And they watch it like five, like one. They watch it once. They comment. They put a like and they leave like. Man, that was such a cool video, yeah. and that's it. They don't. And then people who like saw the see the video, subscribe, uh, comment, leave a. They share it to their friends. Yeah. They like go into the community tab and start like it's like interacting with people. Um, 
if to, for people who, people who stream, they're going to the stream or like they bookmark the stream for to get a notification when it comes up. You got different type of viewers. You're gonna have yeah, a, and then just got people who like just troll on on videos, just just, just type everything, comment bad, just thumbs like, thumb stuff to like yeah, make sense yeah. So. Um, you're gonna get a, you're <laughs> yeah. gonna if you you're gonna, you're gonna get a lot of everything. You got and yeah. you have to like yeah, just just realize that that's just how just how it is. Yeah, like some people like will watch your videos, won't comment. And then the next one, they might just leave a comment. And the next one, they might subscribe and, and like the video. And then, yeah. And on just that, be open to that interaction. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's good. I was going to say, on that note, subscribe. You yeah. guys, you guys leave are home, like, better subscribe. Comment. What do you think about the comment? Who do you want to see next? Do you want to have The Rock in here? We can give him a call. He probably yeah. won't answer. Well, that. I was going to say, subscribe to Nacho's <laughs> ch channel. Um, but yeah, if you're watching this, you're probably subscribe already to one well. of our few subscribers. Subscribe to Jess Sebastian. But, um, Listen to this music. Yeah, yeah, Subscribe, yeah. share it. But look, thanks so much for coming on, man. No, thanks for having me. This has been fun. really, really cool. Yeah. And it's good to know a bit about you more as well and, and your journey and how that relates, I think, to so many other dudes out there that are really trying to push this creative stuff and overcome those barriers, overcome those hurdles. And yeah, I think everything you've said today it's going to be pretty helpful and pretty bloody inspiring. <laughs> I hope so, so, yeah. Thank you, brother. No worries, man. This has been Creative Constitution. we got Nacho over here. I've been Jazz Sebastian, and we'll see you in the next one. Bye.